Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Deb's Mills. Good morning everyone. So lovely to be on HTC 150. That's amazing. So straight into Acts 7:24. After an absence of several years, I came to Jerusalem to bring my people gifts for the poor and to present offerings. I was ceremonially clean when they found me in the temple courts doing this. There was no crowd with me, nor was I involved in any disturbance. But there are some Jews from the province of Asia who ought to be here before you and bring charges if they have anything against me. Or these who are here should state what crime they found in me when I stood before the Sanhedrin. Unless it was this one thing I shouted as I stood in their presence. It is concerning the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you today. Then Felix, who was well acquainted with the way, adjourned the proceedings. When Lysias, the commander, comes, he said, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion to keep Paul under guard, but to give him some freedom and permit his friends to take care of his needs. Well, here we are, Paul defending his case in the presence of Ananias, the high priest, the elders, and to tell us the barrister in the court of Felix, the governor. Tom Wright, the theologian, refers to Paul's defence as the ground rock, the solid rock on which Paul stood. It gives not just a series of glittering themes, but a full picture of the man. It stands as a testimony, an example and a promise. The first of these glittering themes, which run through scripture and through Paul's defence here, is the need for believers to care for the poor. Paul explains in verse 17, I came to Jerusalem to bring my people gifts for the poor and to present offerings. In 2 Corinthians 8, 9, we read how Paul, on his missionary journeys, collected for the impoverished believers, for the church in Jerusalem had suffered from the effects of severe famine in Palestine and was struggling. In Romans 15, we see how those Christians in Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make contribution for the poor among the saints. In fact, they felt they owed it to them as the Gentiles shared in the Jews' spiritual blessing. So the Gentiles owed it to the Jews to share with them material blessings. The manner in which Paul collected and distributed the offerings points to the example Paul was keen to portray as a follower of Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 8, Paul defends his collection to do what is right, not only the eyes, not only in the eyes of God, but in the eyes of men. He takes another brother with them, so there'd be no suspicion, and people would know that the gift had been handled honestly. It was important to Paul that the giving churches 
do not need to worry that the bearers of the collection would not mis misuse the money. Paul encouraged generosity in giving. He encouraged the Gentiles to look out beyond their own needs and desires. Similarly, in the way that Paul handled his fundraising endeavours, so he was vigilant in the way he conducted himself as a believer. The example he set. He had listened and taken heed from Peter early on in Acts of the importance of respecting his Jewish tradition. In verse 18, I was ceremoniously clean. They found me in the temples doing this. Paul could have gone privately around the churches distributing the offerings, but he saw it as an opportunity to witness for Christ. He administered to the poor and there'd be no riots or trouble among the Jews. Paul consciously acted in a way which would cause no undue offence. Finally, in these verses, we read of the promise we have in Jesus and the power of the resurrection. Paul, as ever, was ready and hungry to preach Jesus as the way. Paul points away from himself and to Jesus, his Messiah, the real Lord, Jesus, the one indeed who will straighten everything out, the one who therefore longs to see justice in our public dealings, self-control in our private worlds, who died at the hands of Roman justice and was raised again to set this new world in motion. So what is our response and challenge for today from this passage? One, well, there's lots of challenges, but one is to remember one another's practical needs as a church body here and all over the world. Two, listen to wisdom from fellow Christians as we walk the walk as followers of Jesus. Are we living our lives as an aroma for God? And three, pray today for opportunities to be able to share the hope and promise we have in the risen Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Debs. This morning, we prayed along those lines that Debs has just encouraged us with. We also prayed for the church in Ethiopia with the conflict taking place there. And we also prayed for NHS and key workers. I look forward to joining you tomorrow on HTC Daily.